If you have walked down West 4th Street in Williamsport on a given morning, you may have wondered why there is sometimes a line of school buses from all over the area parked outside the community arts centre. A few hundred excited kids pouring into the building and gazing at it in awe. For a moment or two, they blocked the entranceways, talking in anticipated whispers before they disappear up the steps into the inner lobby. One of the lesser-known services that the Community Arts Centre in Williamsport provides is their annual education series, performances offered to area schools. It's always a fun and busy morning watching the children so eager and excited to experience a live performance. Freedom Flight, presented by Mad River Theatre Works, on Tuesday, February the 21st, is the upcoming performance being offered to regional schools. But those of us no longer carrying backpacks and lunchboxes will also have the opportunity to enjoy Freedom Flight. For Mad River Theatre Works, we'll be sticking around to offer an evening performance for all at a very special ticket price on February the 21st at 7.30pm. Freedom Flight is a 57-minute play that explores an historic story of the Underground Railroad in rural Ohio. The story tells of a man named Addison White, whose freedom journey from Kentucky to Mechanicsburg, Ohio, became one of the most famous cases in the history of the Underground Railroad. I had the chance to talk by phone to Chris Westoff of the Mad River Theatre Company Works recently about their play, Freedom Flight. My name is Chris Westhoff, and I am the managing director of Mad River Theatre Works. We make plays with music, and we tour them around the country. Our primary audience is youth, generally between the third and eighth grades. But we are well aware, as are our supporters at the Ohio Arts Council and the National Endowment for the Arts, as well as all of the presenting organizations that we've worked with so many times throughout the years, that much of our success has to do with the plays being relatable by audiences of all ages, and that while we make work that is totally youth-appropriate, we don't make a traditional kind of children's theater that has the propensity to talk down to children, we invite them into the historical context that our plays exist in, and we attempt to uh, meet them where they are, because I think, as we all know, the kids are a lot smarter than us. We do produce our own work. We do all original work. This play that we are touring is called Freedom Flight, and it was written by a fabulous playwright and company collaborator out of New York City. His name is Daniel Carlton. Daniel and I are the primary creative members of this. We also assembled a wonderful creative team around us to do historical context and dramaturgical work. It's brand new and we're very proud of it. Your play Freedom Flight is the story of a man called Addison White. Would you tell us more about him? Addison White and his story along the Underground Railroad here in Ohio 
aided and supported by the community in Mechanicsburg, Ohio, and by particular resident and Underground Railroad abolitionist and activist Udney Hyde is all a true story. And we made it in conversation with descendants of Addison's family. A friend in community here in Yellow Springs, Ohio, is a guy named John Booth, who is an educator and a poet and a musician. And he was one of our principal collaborators in terms of collecting and telling this story. We're constantly educating and greeting audiences about the history of the Underground Railroad. I think it's easy for us to forget that most of the children that we are interfacing with today have grown up with Barack Obama as a president as something that preceded them. So the relationship to history is very tenuous at best, not to mention how does that history get talked about and told in a way which is accurate and enlightened. We have done a lot of work internally to better understand the Underground Railroad and its historical context. And there were many misunderstandings that we found that we as a group of individuals, as a company had, notably that by far and large, the majority of the work that was done on the Underground Railroad was done in the northern southern states. The notion that the Underground Railroad had many conductors going way deep into the south is the stuff of myth. Furthermore, the idea that the Underground Railroad was something that white abolitionists coordinated is, by and large, myth. While there were surely many well-intended whites that became abolitionists and aided and abetted and served that cause, the large majority of activity on the Underground Railroad uh, was done by black Americans. History is one of those things that people, including kids, either enjoy or it just doesn't appeal to them. How do you make history appealing to those kids who would otherwise find it dull? We are in a very privileged position to do so because we get to talk about history and present history through storytelling and acting and dance and music. And we get to take liberties with the story when it's helpful and appropriate and we get to do so on the stage with sound and lights and all of the stuff of theater at our disposal. Because we're experienced in the work of theater, we get to have fun with that. Oftentimes the kids want to know, were you nervous? What was the stage fright like? And as we all know, if something is your calling and your passion, those kinds of things don't really factor into it. And therefore, we get an opportunity to share the historical stuff, especially the parts of history that are very difficult and troubled in a way that is both entertaining and inspiring and enlightening. And when we're at our best, I think that our student audiences are not aware of the fact that they are learning about history. Instead, they are 
learning about people and they're taking in a story of humanity and the context, which is the historical humanities lessons, is simply the backdrop within which they learn more about compassion, empathy, and the struggle of being human. Do you have a talk back period after the play or a chance for the audience to have an interactive experience? Yes, we love the talk back period. Our plays are made for these young audiences and we cap them at 60 minutes. This runtime is currently 57. And the reason for that is not only to be ideally situated for what we have learned over the years is the appropriate amount of time in terms of age and attention, but also so we can fit in a 10-minute talkback Q&A session within the amount of time that they allot us with the busing and all the rest. So surely one of the parts of the program that our cast looks most forward to is that conversation that happens afterwards. They'll introduce themselves and talk briefly about their individual backgrounds. I think it's always very exciting for the children to see different kinds of people from different backgrounds and different ages working together. And as we learn where and when people are from, uh, we open it up and the audience can ask questions about either the story and the historical aspects of it. They might want to know what happened next in the story where we left off. Or they might want to know more about the craft of Mad River Theater Works and the preparation and the rehearsals or the music and the way in which things get done within the show business. And sometimes they just want to know if everybody actually gets along and where we're going next and uh, what we had for lunch. If people would like to find out more about Mad River Theatre Works, do you have a website? How can people find out more about you and the programs that you offer? Yeah, we sure do. Mad River Theatre, theatre spelled E-R, dot O-R-G takes you to us. And there is information there and there's a little contact link. And if somebody wanted to say hello or ask questions, I would be right on the other side of that. Again, my name is Chris Westhoff. I'm the managing director of the company. And uh, it's a privilege to get to go out on the road especially after uh, these last few years of being shut in where we turned to Zoom and we did some PBS productions uh, that could stream. It was great to be able to be in contact, but being out in the road and seeing the country and seeing the people and making this happen is um, sure a lot better. To my knowledge, and I've been to the company for uh, more than a few years. I've, I've been the manager of Mad River Theatre Works since 2009. This is our first chance to come to Williamsport. And I would say it's a privilege to get to continue to find new venues as we 
visit many that are familiar to us, and we'd love to have a nice reception, uh, especially at that evening performance, and I would encourage families come on out just because we're working with children during the day doesn't mean that it wouldn't make for a nice evening out for anybody of any age and we could share in the important work that is in front of us as we continue to try and understand and navigate the discrepancies that are in American society today as it comes to race and opportunity. Chris Westoff of the Mad River Theatre Works speaking about Freedom Flight. The performance of Freedom Flight for all audiences will be at the Community Arts Centre in Williamsport on Tuesday, February the 21st at 7.30pm. For tickets, which will be offered to the public at a very special price, you can go online to caclive.com or call the CAC box office at 570-326-2424. Many thanks to Chris Westoff of Mad River Theatre Works and also to the Community Arts Centre in Williamsport for providing us with this opportunity. And thanks to you, Fiona Powell, WVIA's Susquehanna Valley producer. <laughs>